the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, welcome back. As we head into Hour 2, it is a delight and a privilege to welcome back to the show uh, Congresswoman Debbie Lesko, representing Arizona's 8th Congressional District, also, among other things, a member of the House Commerce Committee. Representative Lesko, welcome back. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me back. Thanks for being back. You are a lioness on so many different issues, whether it's the border, whether it's the protection of our children. Let me talk to you about the border. There were some new stats yesterday uh, that I was reading about that just blew me away. We had um, 183,503 migrant encounters at the southern border last month, an increase from 144,566 the previous month. Debbie, my God. Yeah, it's a total invasion of our southern border. It's been going on ever since um, President Biden got into office. And those new numbers from July, I'm just going to give you a quick comparison Between July of 2020, when Trump was president, there were 41,000 border crossings. You fast forward to July of 2023 under Biden, as you said, 183,500 border crossings that we know of. Those are the ones that were apprehended and processed. And then, of course, there's a bunch of them that are known a god aways, which means that they're caught on a camera or in a sensor. And then there's, of course, other ones we just haven't even seen. Our Border Patrol hasn't even seen. And so it's a total disaster. And as I've said before to you and to your audience, it's because President Biden wants an open border. He wants all of these illegal immigrants to be here. And when Secretary Mayorkas, who's the secretary of Department of Homeland Security, says the border is closed, he's lying. He's totally lying. And you have been calling for uh, his uh, resignation or impeachment uh, for a long time now. Let me give an audience a sense of what we're talking about here. I think it was um, I think I saw this on your Twitter feed last week um, from those that we did catch. Uh, one was wanted for homicide, one, one, one wanted for um, armed robbery and a drive-by shooting, one wanted for online promotion of prostitution, and uh, two with warrants for such wonderful things as um, distribution of child sexual abuse material and molestation. Um, Debbie, this is this is in part responsible for some of our crime wave in this country. But it's part of a much larger problem that I've been talking about with the audience for the past hour. It's an odd thing how people don't have their hair on fire. I guess it's hard to keep up with so many different crises at once. Maybe we're supposed to be distracted so we can't, so we can't maintain focus. Um, Talk to me about what y'all are doing at the House of Representatives on this front. Well, you're right. It's 
it is interesting how it's lost a little bit of steam, yeah. although I'm totally upset about yeah, the no, border being wide open, and so are Republicans in the House. And so in May, it was May 11th of this year, the U.S. House of Representatives, with Republican support, not Democrat support, passed a border security bill. Now it's stuck in the Senate. And that's why elections have consequences. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand why people elected President Biden. He he actually promised. He, he already said when he was campaigning what he was going to do. Yeah. He was going to stop building the border wall. And he did on the first day. He invited that he a surge to the border. Yeah, you yeah. bet. Yeah. He he announced it yep. in advance and people still elected him, which yeah. just, well, at least, you know, he's the president right now. There's still people out there that believe that there was a stolen election. I think there needs to be proof on that. But boy, you know, of those people coming over in this fiscal year alone, there were 146 people that they caught that are on the terrorist watch list. Yeah. I mean, so not all these people, there's a lot of people that are good people and, you know, they're just trying to find a better place to live, right? Uh, listen, but I don't blame anyone for wanting laws. to come here. I don't blame yeah. anyone for wanting to come yes. here. Uh, but and, that's, and right. Biden. that's right. That's yeah. right. Biden's not closing the border. Right. Mayorkas is not closing the border. But a lot of these people are dangerous. Yeah. And as I've said before, I've been told by the Border Patrol uh, agents at the border that they're selling these kids into sex slavery. Um, the New York Times had a whole big article about how they found kids working in child labor yep. conditions in factories all over the country. Yep. And so what's happening is these kids are having to pay off the cartel members to cross the border. And then in addition to that, they're paying sponsors that are not good sponsors, right. that our own government is sending these unaccompanied kids to people that aren't even related to them. They're not vetting the sponsors. I mean, if if you or I did something like this, we would be in jail. Of course. <laughs> okay. Of course. You know, Child Protective Services would come in, right, or something. You bet. And and. And here we have our own president, our own secretary of Department of Homeland Security, who's supposed to be securing our border, is totally doing the opposite. And it just frustrates the heck out of me. And that's why I am supportive of, of I've called on Mayorkas to resign. Yep. I've signed on to impeachment yep. articles for yep. Secretary Mayorkas. Yep. And I am ready to go ahead with an impeachment inquiry on President Joe Biden, yeah. because I think it's time that the U.S. House of Representatives be given a little bit more authority to do some investigation more on Joe Biden and his dealings with his son, Hunter Biden, yeah. and these foreign uh, companies that were giving Hunter Biden and we think also Joe Biden millions of dollars. Well, the 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 idea of impeaching Mayorkas is a good one. I think the idea of impeaching Merrick Garland is a good one. I would start there, frankly, my own sense of of, of the political mm -hmm. uh, realm of this thing, and and look at, at at ultimately having it work its way up to the point 
where Biden can no longer maintain his credibility of presidency and maybe himself has to resign. I don't know. I, 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 you're, you're, you're in politics more than I am. You may have the better sense of it. But I think that there is an easy, clear-cut case for the impeachment of Mayorkas and certainly Merrick Garland. And What's the sense of your caucus in wanting to do that sort of thing and go forward with impeachment hearings? Well, I think um, for Mayorkas, there's a large number of Republicans that I think are ready for that. But now the buzz, of course, the big buzz is Joe Biden. Yeah. yeah, Right. And so a lot of people, except maybe Judiciary Committee members and some members, uh, there's not a lot of people talking about impeaching Merrick Garland. You know, um, I haven't heard a lot of talk about that. What I've heard a lot of talk about is um, proceeding with uh, um, an impeachment inquiry against Joe Biden based not on the border, even though we could. Yeah, sure. But based based on what is happening with what the um, Oversight Committee, what the Judiciary Committee and what the Ways and Means Committee have been investigating and finding out about the dealings of Hunter Biden and how there seems to be evidence, more concrete evidence, evidence that Joe Biden was tied into that. Now, we have evidence that Joe Biden uh, was part of phone calls where Hunter Biden was sitting with foreign national clients, like business clients. Mm -hmm. We have evidence that Joe Biden, who was vice president at the time, went uh, for coffee uh, with another foreign, uh, I think it was a Chinese company president or CEO. We have evidence that Joe Biden went out to dinner uh, with some of these foreigners and foreign nationals, we have what some of Hunter Biden's um, one of Hunter Biden's business partners uh, said something to the effect of uh, H is holding 10 yeah. percent for the big guy. Yeah. And we believe that that is that Joe Biden got, you know, 10 percent of of the cut of what Hunter Biden is pulling in. And the reason that this is so important is not only is it, you know, I- illegal and uh, corrupt, but also, you know, how is this impacting Joe Biden's policies? Of course. Because all of his policies seem to benefit China. Well, all these countries of concern, whether it's Ukraine, whether it's China, whether it's Burisma, whether it's... Yeah, absolutely. These are not irrelevant countries. Uh, Listen, Debbie, I know you only had a short time. I love your energy. I love what you're doing. And I love that you stop by from time to time. God bless you. Godspeed and keep it up, Debbie. Thank you so much. You bet. You bet. We'll talk to you soon. I'm Seth. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. I'm Seth, 602-508-0960. Uh, uh, patiently waiting has been Steve in Tempe. Hello, Steve. How are you? Good, Seth. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Yeah, I was curious after your call with Brandon Weikert yesterday if he's going to be coming back on today to revisit. Well, uh, I didn't get him for today, but uh, I do want to bring him back on uh, to talk about that point. You want to you want to go through it with us in 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 your mind? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. 
Well, I, I have to agree with Mr. Bill on, on this one. Um, his his suggestion that Trump, if he chooses a woman for his running mate, is going to be Nikki Haley. I, I honestly don't know where he's getting his information, but there's no way that that's going to happen. I mean, I, I think he was disappointed with her when uh, she was, uh, uh, when he appointed her to the uh, ambassadorship to the United Nations, I think he was, um, or whatever position it was with the United Nations. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I think she was ambassador I, to the U.N. I think his disappointment with her was that she had said she wouldn't run against him and then decided to. Now, to make sure we don't uh, defame Mr. Bill, what Mr. Bill said was, when I played Nikki Haley's uh, presidential announcement speech, he said, I agree with every single word, and I hope she gets nowhere near 1600 Pennsylvania. That's oh, what he said. That, yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I had forgotten, yeah, and, yeah. and yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that as well. It was well. Weikert's think, thesis yeah. that Trump would pick Nikki Haley. I don't see it happening either. I agree with you. I, I, I don't see that possibly being the case uh, because— well, as they say, too much water has gone under that bridge. Um, what Brandon's yeah. thinking probably is, and we'll get a better sense of it when we bring him back on, is that Donald Trump does need, as the Republican Party needs, uh, more women candidates. Uh, we have, as a party, a problem with particularly suburban women right now. And he, Brandon thinks, should have a female running mate. I have never liked that kind of game or gaming or thinking I think you offer the best there is and uh, go get whoever uh, you can. Um, there are, if a woman is being contemplated, uh, I think great other options that would not present the problems that Nikki Haley presents. Uh, as I was saying yesterday, I think Christy Noem would have been an obvious one. Uh, I think it's even worth looking at, you know, Donald Trump likes to go a little less orthodox um, and a little more... Uh, Little more, little more Hail, Hail Mary. I, I, I think he should look at Winsome Sears, the lieutenant uh, governor of Virginia, who can handle the cultural side of, of politics uh, for him, which he doesn't seem to like as much, perhaps, as one would want um, on some days. She would do that. Um, but, yeah, I don't think Nikki Haley's a starter here. No, and, and I, I do agree with Mr. Bill on that completely. I, I if she gets anywhere near the White House, uh, yeah, I think I think that's a that's a bad thing. It's it's not going to happen though. She's not. I don't. She's think it's not going to happen. No, she's going to. She's not gaining any traction at all. And I think she's. Um, I I just I, I I don't like I said. I would really like to hear what. Uh, yeah, we'll get him back on. Yeah, we'll get him back on I mean, to seriously. explain it. Yeah, but 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 Seth, what I'd like to add too sure. is that. Uh, I have to agree with one thing that he mentioned yesterday that that is just is just a real enigma, and that's the fact that you know he mentioned you know that that how in the world is this race even close at this point, given given the facts about what's what's taken place since. Biden was elected and who he is and who he is now and who the people are seeing he is now and the things that he's done and the things that he hasn't done and the things that he ha has done that he hasn't done well at all. Well, I mean, OK, let's that's point. such a great question. And it's a big yeah. one. Let's let's dig into yeah. that a little bit. How many friends of yours, Steve, 
are not Republicans or acquaintances. Uh, no, um, oh, God. Look, you want a number? No, or? but is it more than a handful? Is it a handful or more? Uh, I, I'd, say, I'd say more than a handful. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. How many of them know what you know about the Biden administration's policies? True. True. No, that's that's the point. answer. I, right I, there very, is the very, answer. Very I, I know. I know. And, and and I know. And it's and it's. Uh, I I don't think a lot of people care. Yeah. I mean, I, and I, and I'm kind of the same way. Um, I, I hate to admit it, but I am going to be intellectually honest about it. I feel the same way about a lot of things that people don't like about Trump that, you know, I'm willing just to put to it to the side and say, look, yeah, he said this. It's bad. Right. He's done this. Right. It's, it's bad. We've been, well, look, you so and I, I and I think a lot of people in this audience, I'll just speak for myself. We've been doing this for six years now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I yeah, I just uh, I choose to to look at the things that I know this man is going to do. And I know, you know, it's it's just like um, uh, Doug from Maricopa was talking about, you know, the I, I think the premise of, of what he was talking to you about earlier was this. This is a this is a battle. This is a war and it's a fight. And you've got to have somebody in there that's going to do that. And DeSantis the other thing, too, that um, I wanted to talk to you about it as it related to what uh, Brandon Weckert said yesterday, too, that you might want to bring up with him when you talk to him next is, um, you know, he, he's talking about Trump and, you know, how, you know, how he, he, he just wasn't navigating the Washington uh, deal correctly and he wasn't doing the right things and putting the right people in place. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a new he's new with that. But, I mean, you look at you look at DeSantis. I mean, look at what he's done with his campaign. You think that he's going to be any better with? Um, and then he's then he made the comment. He said, "Oh, DeSantis has no, um, you know, no blemishes on his record at all. Uh, you know, at all. You know, you can you can go back, and that's not going to make any difference. No, it won't. And I'll give people. you an example. Two words: Mitt Romney. He had no blemishes either, yeah. and they were just as tough on him as they were anyone else. You know. I was, they they will fight you and tooth and the- hammer and tong to keep a Republican from getting into office. Yep, you're you're absolutely right. And, and, and by the you, way, Mitt Romney's the, the kind of Republican they keep telling us to promote more of. You know, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I mean, they went back to they went back to high school. With yes, him, you know. Yes, oh, he, he, yes. Oh, he cut some guys here when he was right. in high school. Right, oh, some prank. Right, right, right. I mean, right. all this stuff. Joe that, Biden I mean, said he was going to put blacks in chains. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, I am with you on that. Um, I, you know, so look, I do think and this may be more controversial and you can respond on the other side if you want to stay on and do so. It's up to you. I I do think that there are a bunch of candidates who are fighters. Um, I, I, I think Ron DeSantis is a fighter. I think Donald Trump is a fighter. There are others who are fighters, and some are, you know, less tolerable than others. You can't say that, I mean, it's it's probably not going to, I mean, it's it's probably a non-starter. Chris Christie is a fighter. Um, he, 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 there are others who are fighters. But at this point, you know, no votes have been cast, but someone better show something. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. I uh, ran into the um, 
commercial break there. What I was trying to say, Steve, was uh, there are a lot of fighters in the field here running for the candidacy, of pre- <coughs> running for the nomination of the presidency. In his, DeSantis is a fighter. Trump is a fighter. In his own way, though a non-starter, Chris Christie is a fighter. There are some others. But, you know, at, even though no votes have been cast, what I'm telling people to do, if, if just as a matter of speculation— is go to the Real Clear Politics uh, polling <coughs> page, the uh, website of the Republican presidential nomination, and just look at that distance between DeSantis and Trump. It's measurable on the graphs in inches. I mean, it's a 41-point lead nationally in Iowa. It's 26 points. I, don't, I, I, I just don't think we've seen that kind of disparity before. And so if someone's going to make a move— uh, it's, it better be strong. And uh, if they're not, then they need to stop wasting people's times and writing Democrat Party talking points. That's all I'm trying to say. I don't know where you come down on this. Yeah. Uh, uh, am I on set? Yeah, you are. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I, your your point's well taken. You're you're absolutely right there. And you, you I'll make the argument Nikki Haley's a fighter, too. Yeah, and, maybe. Yeah, it, yes, in a different but, way. But yes, sure, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, sure. But the fact of the matter is, you've got a guy that is running for this office that has a track record, and we know what he's done, and we know what he was up against, and we know what he's been up against ever since he left office and, and the whole time during uh, his presidency. And when... You know, you mentioned Chris Christie. I remember, I remember when before we had chosen Mitt Romney as the as the nominee for the for the party for the presidency. There were I I I still remember that to this day. I remember seeing him being talking to a woman at a town hall meeting, and this woman was begging, and I mean I mean begging him to run to uh, run. Yeah. She and I and I was I was on the same page as her. I yeah, no, he Chris was a rock star for us for a while. Yeah. His videos went viral. Those town halls, for, especially on education yeah. and the unions, he was our rock star for a while. Yeah, yeah, and for and for whatever reason, he chose not to. And I, you know, you have to respect his. You know, maybe he was he was thinking it wasn't his time, and he was going to wait until. Um, you know, he, I, I don't know what his reasons were, but. There were a lot of people, myself included, that wanted him in the arena yeah, because sure. we just we looked at him as sure. being a guy that was just that a fighter, yeah. and that he was that he was um, he was the only person that we could think of. And you know, Mitt Romney, um, to a certain extent, showed that in the first in the first debate. But after the first debate, you know. The gloves were, you know, he basically put the gloves in the closet and that was it. You know, yeah, that, I mean, there is a open. fair concern. It's a fair concern. I don't fully accept it, but it is um, it's got a, it, it has it carries water. It's got credibility. There's a fair concern that a lot of people think while Trump is everything you have said he is, that he is not a winning candidate for a general election. That is a concern I thought was more true half a year ago. If you look at the polling right now, it's pretty close. I mean, it's pretty close. There's always a default to support the president, and Biden's leading in the averages. 
by about two to three points. That's nearly margin of error. Of course, you have to look at the states and the battleground states, and we're going to have a battle royale no matter what, no matter who it is. But the notion that someone's more electable in this atmosphere, I think, is an even proposition. I just do. Um, I, I don't think it's a winning proposition. I think it's an even proposition. I don't know that DeSantis is more saleable. I don't know that Tim Scott is more saleable. I don't know that any of them are more saleable to beat Biden. I don't even know if Biden's the candidate. Um, I think if Biden is not the candidate, a lot of this analysis changes, quite honestly. But right now, um, you know, we'll learn something from the debates tomorrow. You'll call me Thursday probably, and I hope anyway, and and we'll see if anyone looks a little bit more plausible than they are looking today. But right now they have a lot of distance to cover, and I don't know what they have that can do it. I just don't know. You would think they would have used it by now, and maybe they've been waiting for this debate. And if they've been waiting for this debate, then God bless them. Then they have a lot of weight on their shoulders for this debate tomorrow night. But they better use it then. If there is the sentiment that it's not to be Donald Trump, because if they don't show it tomorrow night, if they don't show it tomorrow night and move the polls in a big way for themselves, um, I I don't know. I don't know how much more they have left in their arsenal to use. I'm Seth, 602-508-0960. Threats to our financial freedom and stability are growing. China, Russia, India, Brazil, Saudi Arabia, they're all Conducting international trade in local currencies, not the U.S. dollar. Rising interest rates and bad loans are exposing the banking system and causing failures. And the Biden administration is sending hundreds of billions abroad while depleting our strategic oil reserves and ignoring crumbling infrastructure here. However, the biggest financial threat is probably coming from within. It's central bank digital currency, and it's real. The patents have been filed, and the big banks have released plans for implementation. The veterans at Midas Gold Group see devastating implications. The end of cash, the end of financial privacy, big government able to see your every purchase, ties to social credit. Own private currency and gold from the Midas Gold Group, the only precious metals dealer Seb Gorka and I trust and use. Midas Gold Group, 480-360-3000. Give them a call today. That's 480-360-3000. 3,000, or check them out online at MidasGoldGroup.com, MidasGoldGroup.com. Speaking of infrastructure, I haven't said enough today about Joe Biden's trip to Hawaii. Um, this, this is an incredible scandal, what's going on. And it's an incredible scandal, certainly at the secondary level, which is the coverage of it. It's a scandal as to what's going on in Hawaii. We had a caller whose family is from that area in the in Maui yesterday. It's enough to, you know, melt your heart to hear what he said and melt your heart the more you study or look into or read what's going on. It's a complete failure of leadership when the mayor can't discuss the number of children missing. We don't have accurate numbers two weeks out on those who have lost their lives in a small area. And here's here's how here's how Mr. Karen Concern and Heart acted. Quoting from Greg Price, to recap, Joe Biden was on vacation when the Hawaii wildfires happened. His first words on hundreds of dead Americans were no comment. That's what he said. He then went on a second vacation to a billionaire's mansion 
California while calling for more aid to Ukraine. And he then finally traveled to Maui two weeks after the fires, joked about how hot the ground was, mispronounced the name of every Hawaii elected official, told a complete lie about how his house almost once burnt down, joked about how he knows what they are feeling because he almost lost his Corvette and fell asleep while meeting with Maui residents and is now going back on vacation. Every part of that, every sentence of that is true. Now, the fact checkers have said, take a look at the video. Joe Biden was not falling asleep. There's no proof that he was falling asleep. The charge is false. And they submit a clip to look at over at C-SPAN to watch the whole context, starting, I think, first at the 19-minute mark. I did. He is. These fact checkers, you know, any time you're in a discussion or a debate with any of these, with any of, any of your friends or associates or acquaintances, and they show you a fact check, fact check the fact check. Chase it down. You cannot take anyone's word for anything anymore. Thank goodness the fact check I looked at provided a link to the C-SPAN video they were talking about. They have every right to write what they want. It's just not a fact. They have every right to say it is, though it isn't. You've got to go and follow up and do your own research on everything, especially if something just doesn't look too good to be true or looks too bad to be true. You've got to do your homework. Look, is it the biggest deal in the world? No, it's not the biggest deal in the world that he fell asleep. Everything else is the bigger deal about this. But, yeah, if someone's going to say he fell asleep while listening to these people, sure. Don't say it's not true when it is, and it was. I'll give you the recap one more time. Joe Biden was on vacation when the Hawaii wildfires happened. His first words on hundreds of dead Americans were, no comment. He was asked about it. That's what he said. No comment. He then went on a second vacation to a billionaire's mansion while calling for more aid to Ukraine. He then finally traveled to Maui two weeks after the fires, joked about how hot the ground was, mispronounced the names of every Hawaii elected official, told a complete lie about how his house once almost burnt down, joked about how he knows what they are feeling because he almost lost his Corvette and fell asleep while meeting with Maui residents and is now going back on vacation. When I said to uh, the previous caller, Steve, I'm not even sure that Joe Biden is going to be the candidate. This is a perfect example of why. This is a perfect example of why. And a perfect example of something else Steve and I was talking about, we're talking about, is that I don't think there are any Democrats who know this. I mean, that's a stretch. That's an overstatement. I don't think there are enough people who are inclined to the Democratic Party and the Democratic Uh, party policies that know these things. They either don't care or they just don't know because the media will not report it. Oh, sure. If George W. Bush is flying from Texas to Washington, D.C. and flies over Katrina, that will be a five-day story. You'll even get Kanye West saying that George Bush hates black people. I mean, if you get uh, Melania Trump wearing the wrong jacket, that will be a five-day story. If you get uh, Alexandria Cortez, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez going to the border and crying in front of a staged scene, which is a parking lot rather than uh, an incarceration camp for children, that will be plaudits 
for the care and concern of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. If you get a story about children being held in detention centers when Donald Trump is president, that will be children in cages. If you have the same thing under Joe Biden, that will not be a story. So when we say, how can people not know? How can people not care? That's how. That's how. The media will not report it. Get them to tune into these shows. Show them the articles. Be patient. Walk them through it. And probably the most important thing is the last two. Be patient and walk them through it. You can assume no knowledge. You cannot assume that people know what you know. Not when you give a speech, not in any audience, not anywhere. Assume no knowledge. Unfortunately, that's the place we're in politically. When you want to know why the Republican Party isn't an overwhelming majoritarian party in this country, that's half of it. Half of it is that reason. The other half is we need better candidates, and we have to have better candidates, and we got to do better recruiting at all levels, from local to state to national. But first half is on you. You've got to do the job the media refuses to do or is in the tank for the other side of. You've just got to, and you can't complain about it, as I was talking with two other previous callers before that. You cannot rely on the media to give the story that is accurate. You cannot. You have got to walk people through it. And you can't sit back on your heinies and just say, it doesn't matter. It does matter. If you're angry about any of this, any of this, be prepared to ask the question, what are you doing about it? What do you, when someone comes to you with a good idea, are you helping them or not? If someone comes to you with a good candidate, are you helping that candidate or not? If you see the potential of a good candidate, are you encouraging them or not? If you see someone spouting falsities, misunderstandings, non-truths, are you countering it or not? What are you doing? It's incumbent upon all of us to be doing something. Folks, a lot of you have been hearing me talk about why refi for a while now and why refi has been getting a ton of phone calls. And I thank you for supporting an investment that actually helps people. A lot of people are talking about this investment. So I'd like to just review the basics with you. First off, yes, it's true. You can earn up to a 10.25% fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Federal Reserve. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you like, and there are absolutely no fees. There is no attack on principal if you ever need your money back, and you'll get your monthly statement with no surprises. And if you're not sure if you trust this economy, the secure collateralized portfolio may just be a really good option for you. Check them out at investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, then refy.com, or give them a call at 888-YREFI-24. That's 888-YREFI-24. If you're looking for a solid investment that helps people, contact my friends at YREFI, and they are my friends. Alan is in Scottsdale. Hi, Alan. Hey, how you doing, Seth? I'm fine. Like how are you? A happy Tuesday. Thank you. Happy I am fine. Tuesday. Good. I am fine. Good. Uh, what, it, what my point was is that everything you, you make, uh, you said, makes sense. But the thing is, we're 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 going away from the main reason. We're talking about what the Democrats want us to talk about, where we should just be focusing on this election. The election is everything, getting the people out to vote, uh, getting rid of this election fraud stuff where it is, and stuff. We, there's things that we need to do and stuff, and that's what we need to do, not focus on 
you know, Biden's falling asleep and stuff. Yeah, it's important. This guy's a— I think I said it was the least important part of the story. I think I did say that. I meant to if I didn't. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, there's there's no way that he won the first election. There's no way that he's leading by three points uh, against Trump or against anybody. Even the dog catcher could beat this guy and stuff. It's all about the election. It's this fraud that's going on and stuff. And that's why I don't think that they even bother taking care of these things. They don't even care if he has a debate. Just like uh, Newsom in, uh, in California. Who did he debate? Well, and yet he won again. I, I do want to so, caution you know, that not every—I I mean, I just want to caution, Alan, that there are people that disagree and that we can't assume that it's just shenanigans. I don't want us oh, to assume I, that. <laughs> I, I Unfortunately, I—listen, like I said, I, I work for the state. Yeah, I register people's vehicles. I I, I I do their mobile homes and stuff. Yes, sir. And and if we got ten people come from California, all ten of them out of the ten, eight of them are registering as independents or Republicans. Two well, of them are registering as Democrats. Okay, but why There's are no they? But why are they registering as independents? This is what makes no sense. All right, do this. Do this favor for me. This was a short uh, segment, and I've got a guest coming in in Hugh Holm. Call me back tomorrow on this. I want to pursue this further with you, if you don't mind. Thank you so much. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.